out here, Max. I mean, what are you? Well, I'm nothing around here. Who else knows this? No one. What about your parents? We don't tell anyone. So when you healed me, you risked all of this getting out. Welcome, everybody, to mm-hmm. Leaving Normal, a Roswell yeah. TV show podcast with Brandon and me. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Episode um, 11. Yes! <laughs> um, all right. I'm so excited. Now, I was I was super sick. Again, it's been a couple weeks um, mm-hmm. since we posted an episode, but I got really sick, and I think Brandon was out of town for work. So yeah, it's just, yeah. once yeah. again, we're doing it as soon as we can, but... <laughs> I love all of all of the responses that we've gotten. Plus, we have some new listeners um, from nice. the from the Roswell twenty, the twentieth mm. anniversary day. We, a lot of new people found us thanks to the Crashdown tweeting us out um, yeah. and and getting some love. So thanks to them for that, and uh, welcome everybody that's that's new on in and new listeners. So I hope yeah, you've welcome in. Had plenty of time to catch up um, <laughs> and are ready to join us on episode number eleven, which was called a toy house. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one, when Max uses his powers to save his mother, um, she begins evaluating him to try to figure out what he's hiding. This causes a fight between Isabel, Michael, and Max when Isabel wants to tell her the truth. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like when you read the description of it now, it sounds like such an episode like I should really like. But if anybody doesn't doesn't know this little secret about me, I do not like this episode from this what episode. I remember. <laughs> For what I remember, I do not like this episode. And yeah. maybe like talking about it to somebody else it might change yeah. their mind. So, well, it's funny because we'll I didn't really like it either. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we bonded over that as well. When we were first going through the episode <laughs> list, we are like, oh, I don't really like that episode. And, um, and But rewatching it, I, I did quite enjoy it. So okay. I will be very interested to talk about it. Um, okay. But before we do that... Um, we do have some messages that we wanted to dive into, I believe, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Amazing. Um, so I could go first. So our yeah. good friend uh, Leonard uh, sent yes. us a message, which uh, he actually got to check out the like the the area that Roswell was filmed in, and and um, on his Facebook page, he was like taking pictures of like the different um, areas in Roswell, like in in the show, yeah, and what they look like now. And he was like putting in like the clips of where what it looked like in the show and what it mm-hmm. looks like now. Which it's like I even looking through it, I was freaking out because I was like, "Oh my yeah. god, I remember this scene and this was there." I honestly did not know this is like a real, real area. I thought this was just like a film set. Or yeah, just like a no, it's set. like a, it's like a town in a suburb mm-hmm. of L.A., which I also didn't know until Leonard oh, sent over LA. the pictures. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's in like so we could potentially go and visit it one day. But yeah, oh. he uh, he went on the on the twentieth anniversary and. When he told the waitress of the crash town, which is obviously not called the crash town anymore or anything like that. Mm-hmm. When he told the waitress that's what he was there for, she gave him their Tabasco sauce. So he has an <laughs> actual Tabasco sauce from like the crash down, which I think yeah. is really, really cool um, and amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> which uh, I, I think it's so cool. cool. Uh, the one picture that I loved was... Uh... Uh, the it's from uh, I think episode three when Michael is climbing up the, the pipe to get into the yep. office. Yeah, <laughs> show that. Yeah, I think it's the second episode. Maybe it's the second episode. But yeah, Leonard climbing up. It, it might people. be. Yeah. Yeah. The morning after. Yeah. So that I think episode two. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I 
think that you had some I did. I had an email, but I don't see it in here. I okay. was told that we have it, but I'm just I don't see it in here. So but I can read it next time. Um yeah, for yeah. sure. Because I don't mm -hmm. see it for some reason. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Amazing. So should we dive in? Yeah, let's go for okay. it. Yeah. All right. Um, so this episode begins with um a cr pretty crazy moment where mm -hmm. Max saves his mom from a grease fire mm -hmm. and he uses his powers to do it. Um, <laughs> and then he pretends to pour water on this grease fire and he's like, oh, everything's fine. I, I saved the day. No worries, mom. And then the fire mm -hmm. department comes and the fire department investigates, takes notes and then leaves. And as af right after the fire department leaves and Max thinks that he's in the clear, mm -hmm. Sheriff Valenti shows up. Of and course. then he, yeah, of course. And he is like, well, you're the fire alarm tripped the tripped us. And so I came to check and make sure everything was okay. Mm -hmm. And then he kind of interrogates right away. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, it's a pretty weird episode because when I remember looking back on it, I remember being frustrated with the episode and not really enjoying it. But I think it's actually because it's an episode full of conflict. Like from the moment yeah. it starts, it's really intense. And Valenti comes in and he's, and most of the episode, everyone is upset, I'm realizing, mm -hmm. as I watch this to take notes. Um, but I do have this opening scene because it's really important and it kind of sets up the entire episode. So I'll go ahead and play that for us now. We're fine. Mm. Actually, the, uh, the fire department just came here, so. Yeah, I know. Well, it never hurts to double check. It, uh, it looks a lot worse than it really was. Yeah, from the damages, I'd say you had quite a fire here. That must have been pretty scary. Well, yeah. For a moment there, Sheriff, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. The flames were coming right at me, and they were, they were high. How high? I don't know, maybe five feet, maybe higher. Well, Max saved the day. Oh, Sheriff, he didn't hesitate. He just came right in, pulled me out of the way, poured this pot of water on it, and suddenly everything was okay. It was miraculous, really. Miraculous. The flames are five feet high or maybe higher. Your mom, God forbid, could have caught on fire and you put the whole thing out with this one pot of water, huh? Yep. Well, I gotta hand it to you, Mr. Evans. I'm impressed you ought to join our fire brigade. Really, it was, it was nothing. No, there's nothing to be humble about. You're a real hero. Yikes. Like right away. Yeah, right away. It's like <laughs> right up in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and yeah. Well, I was going to ask a really quick question mm -hmm. um, based upon what you said before. Do you feel that like a lot of the conflict of like, you know, you're talking about in this episode is the fact that um, what happened in the episode prior to this with like the ending of Liz and Max like breaking up at the end? I and think, that's why it's like this one's kind of awkward. I think so, yeah. And actually, what, so. there's very little Max and Liz in here. I know, that's true. So little. But it's, I think, in watching it, especially as an adult now, mm -hmm. uh, it's it's still like a really important episode. And I think they did that because Max, specifically as a character, he internalizes a lot of his pain. And mm -hmm. he is upset about what's happened between him and Liz. And then this yeah. thing with his mom happens. And he just can't focus time on his suffering between him, like what's happened between him and Liz. So it just builds mm -hmm. and builds and builds until he ends up shouting a couple times in this episode, which we mm -hmm. haven't really seen before. And it's 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 a shouting that he does out of frustration and um, 
you know, like he's hit his limit. And I think, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't want to go too far into that yet. But, <laughs> you know, like Liz even Patrick particularly calls him out and says, you are controlling. Take a wake up call. And yeah. he has to like face all of that all of a sudden. And it feels like from Max's perspective, why is everybody attacking me right now? Like of all mm -hmm. the times to attack me. I'm vulnerable now because I broke up with this girl that I really like and I didn't want to do it. And yeah. yeah, it's just, it's really intense. So yeah, I think, yeah. I think that's exactly why they did it. And that's, I think one of the reasons why I, when I was younger, when I first watched this is mm -hmm. probably why I didn't like the episode because I was mad at Max and the whole, this whole episode is just about him. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I want to, I want to know how Liz is feeling. Yeah, I can't believe that we're sitting here having to deal with this whole episode about Max. Yep. So I think now um, looking at it, it it's going to change my perspective a little bit. Because yeah. I, I, like I like I told you, like I probably watched this episode probably five times in my life and, yeah. and have always skipped it every time. You're like, like, no, I don't want to watch this one again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never want to get near it again. <laughs> I'm guilty of that, too. Um, but it's it's still a good episode. And it, it, it actually, again, watching it as an adult, it's an important episode for kids who were adopted. Um, mm. which, uh, I, I knew I had some really close friends actually in high school who were adopted and, uh, this helped me kind of understand what they were going through. Uh, even though they had really loving, wonderful adoptive parents, it still, uh, can be a tough situation. Um, when you're a teen and you're kind of growing up and you don't really, you know, some, maybe you do know who your biological parents are, but maybe you don't. And, you know, mm -hmm. questions like, does that matter comes up, you know, like, you know, who are my real parents? That term gets thrown around a lot, you know, and it's like, well, these parents are my real parents because they're the ones that have raised me since I was two or, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah. So the sheriff stops by and sort of interrogates, which we saw, and then it immediately cuts to um, Max and Izzy and they're having a conversation about, um, you know, their mom and, and Valenti and how much, uh, did she know or did she see? And uh, after Max kind of says, well, she didn't really see much. It's going to be fine. Then Izzy says, are you upset about Liz? And he says, mm -hmm. well, you know, yeah, he kind of confesses that he is. And Izzy says it was the right thing to do to break up with the two of them. You know, like you guys were just getting so serious and we can't afford to be that attached to people. And this mm -hmm. is important because it comes up later in the episode. But Max gets a little upset here and he's just like, yeah, I, you know, like I know it was the right idea. Or maybe he says like, if it's the right idea, I, I just forgot it for a while. I think is what he says. You know, I know it was mm -hmm. the right idea. I just forgot for a time. Um, yeah. And uh, I think that's interesting because we know Isabel has a really tough time not with the whole idea of not telling their mother the truth. And that she really wants to connect. She really wants to connect with a lot of people. And so she. it's weird to me that Izzy sits down and says, this was the right choice for you to make. We can't afford to get attached to, to people so intensely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then she turns around and for the rest of the season, pretty much, all she wants to do is get attached to people. Which yeah. <laughs> I sort of understand because, you know, it's her mother. So she gets super attached. But, you know, it's just strange to me. Um, mm. but yeah, and then it switches to Liz and Maria, yep. who, this is one of my favorite parts, but I didn't clip it, um, unfortunately, uh. but it's Liz and Maria having a conversation about the breakup between Liz and mm -hmm. Max. 
And she's like, are you okay? And Liz is like, yeah, I'm totally fine. She's clearly not okay. She's like yeah. aggressively cleaning a glass at the crash down. And then Maria has to say, Liz, the glass is clean. You've been just oh, yeah. talking nonstop. And she's like, I'm fine and it's fine. And really we knew it wasn't gonna work out. So it's for the best. And she's just aggressively cleaning this glass. And then mm. she switches to aggressively filling up a coffee pot which yeah, is my favorite. Yeah, yeah, where she's just like shoveling it in and, and she's like, no, and it wasn't his choice. It was both of us. It was mutual and whatever. And then she ends up shoving the coffee into the coffee maker and it's like overflowing. Oh, and it's just, it's funny because you look at her and you're like, oh no, you sweetie, you are not okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Maria is concerned for her because she says it seems like it was more Max's choice than it mm -hmm. was your decision and she mm -hmm. seems a little bit offended by that but, yeah because yeah. it's like kind of puts liz in this uh position where she wasn't in control of the situation like you've brought this up a few times of uh, mm -hmm. the theme that like you know liz is always in control of with with science and this whole mech situation has brought it to a complete like stop where she loses all control and someone else is controlling her destiny and that's why it's really like it's just really interesting to see how she kind of reacts to it and just like try to make it seem like everything is fine and but it's really not and hasn't admitted to herself that like you know you lost control of the situation and max kind of took that power from you in a way yeah and yeah. i think it's funny that both max and liz are pretty controlling people they mm -hmm. like to be in control and i think that it's interesting because usually two people like that who are really controlling will butt heads Mm -hmm. But they're so in tune most of the time that they're, they agree on their approach. So they're happy and content with each other because they're, they feel in control and that it's the right thing to do. And this mm -hmm. comes up later in season two where they do really strongly butt heads. And I won't talk about mm -hmm. what yet, oh, but yeah. they really oh, do. No. Yeah. They, okay. they, yeah, they yeah. go head to head and it's like, yeah. and it, it's, and it's funny because I remember thinking like, wow, this is so different from season one, but they've always been this way. Now that mm -hmm. I'm rewatching it with this kind of critical eye, they've always been super passionate and always in control. It's just they've always agreed before and mm -hmm. eventually they won't always agree. So it's yeah, very, it's very interesting. Yeah, I cannot wait till we get to that part because it's yeah. going to be very, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so next up, um, Michael and Max have a conversation, I think, uh, in at the lockers in school, and Michael's upset. Like, you used your powers in front of your mom. What were you thinking? And Max says, I wasn't. I just reacted. You know, she was in danger, and I just I just reacted, and I'm sorry. Um but, you know, maybe we maybe we could tell her or I think I don't know if he suggests telling her because he's so adamant against Izzy for the entire rest of the episode that they can't. But mm -hmm. I feel like he might hint at maybe it wouldn't be such a bad idea. And then Michael is like, you've got to be kidding me. Right. You know, except that mm -hmm. she's not your mom and adults are the enemy. Don't forget that. Yeah, and that's true. That's so crazy to me that I feel like there were a lot of layers here. Did you mm -hmm. feel like adults were the enemy when you were a teenager? I know that's such a silly question, uh, but. I would say possibly, but like when it comes to the show, I mean, like a lot of the adults were very much the enemy yeah. to, to this group. Oh, so. yeah, obviously yeah. for them. But I mean, parallels <laughs> yeah. to a teenager watching the show. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I if I felt like, yeah, adults are the enemy, if I really felt mm -hmm. that that's super strongly. But 
I think that speaks a lot to Michael. I'm just falling in love with the character of Michael so much more. And I used to be mm -hmm. really frustrated by him as a teenager just because he would just go out and be brash. And I, I just remember being frustrated. Like, Michael, just like trust. Just trust in Max yeah. and everybody else and it'll be okay. But I just, I love his, I love his flawed character so much now. Mm -hmm. um, him saying adults are the enemy, all I can think of is like him and his, his foster dad. You know, yeah. who like I is abusive. That part yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, have we not? No, we, oh. we still got. I think it's. It's hinted at though, right? By now? Yeah, it's hinted, yeah, it's hinted at, but yeah. we haven't gotten to like that, that episode. episode. Okay, yeah. yeah but it's, it it's been be hinted at that he has a really rough home life and that his yeah. foster dad might be like abusive. Um, mm -hmm. Which, spoilers, I'm sorry, he is, if you didn't know that, but yes, he yeah. is. And uh, I just think it speaks a lot to him that his first reaction is like, adults are the enemy and there's a lot of of uh, kind of a magnifying glass on all of the characters and their fears in this episode which mm -hmm. again might be why we didn't like it when we were younger because the other episodes are like love and happy and this one's very much not so happy yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. super intense this one yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. um so um, then after that did you want to take over i don't know if you, oh, no, no, you remember you this ahead. one okay yeah yeah um, I'm doing the recap this one because I know Brandon doesn't like this episode as much. So, <laughs> I don't like certain parts, little parts of it. Yeah. Um, okay. So now we cut to Max's mom who's watching home movies in their living room. Mm -hmm. And then Izzy comes in and uh, Ma Max's mom starts asking, well, I guess her mom too, uh, Mrs. Evans, do we know her first name? Uh. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know if we know her first name. I don't. I don't remember. I, not I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Diane. Yeah. Her name is Diane. So it's Diane Evans. So I'm just going to reference Mum Diane or okay, Mummy yeah, Evans yeah. now, so that we know. So I don't have to keep saying their mom and her mom all the time. But her name is Diane. I don't know if I ever knew that. <laughs> okay, so Diane is watching home movies of when they were kids, and then she starts asking Izzy questions um, about how private max is he's always been private why do you think he's always been so secretive and then she flat out asks isabel have you ever noticed anything unusual about your brother anything mm -hmm. that you've been unable to explain and izzy fucking freaks at mm -hmm. first she's just like no i don't know what you're talking and she brushes it off but then it immediately cuts to the basketball game where they're all hanging out and mm -hmm. watching Kyle Valenti get totally demolished on the basketball court. Um, and Isabel's like, can I talk to you for a second to Max? And starts freaking out. She's just like, I, you know, she was watching it. And I think that we should tell her. And then Michael comes up and is like, are you kidding me? We're not telling her. And then mm -hmm. Max says, and this is really important. Max says, nobody's telling anybody anything. He just has a final word there. And Izzy's like, mm -hmm. how dare you? Like, she looks pretty upset. Um, and yeah, that's that's so important because it's the first time that Max really, truly, I think, steps up and draws the hard line for everybody. Michael happens mm -hmm. to agree with him, so he doesn't put up a stink. But Isabel is sort of offended. She's just yeah. like, why are you speaking for everybody? Like, you've got the be all and end all. Um. And then I have a note here in all caps that says, this is so much better with the original audio Jesus H. Um, oh. Because, oh yeah, because that scene where they argue and then cut to the basketball court. The, mm -hmm. I, I was watching it with the original audio on it and it's just 
so powerful watching the uh, watching it and then because Kyle gets hit. Kyle gets mm-hmm. hit on the court and falls down and all the music is just like so good and he clutches his knee and Liz mm-hmm. gets upset and after this argument, Max looks over and sees Liz upset that Kyle hurt himself on the basketball court. Yeah. What he doesn't realize is that Liz was like, go Kyle! And then Kyle mm-hmm. like looked and got hit and so she feels responsible. He doesn't mm-hmm. see that. All he sees is Liz looking on to Kyle and he's just you know, feeling under fire by his mom and Michael and Isabel and now he's going to lose Liz as well and he's just he's just feeling really complex emotions and he's aggressively angry about it all I'm sure did you Um, ever feel like this 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 I guess this scene with Liz kind of like kind of going back towards Kyle after this whole Max breakup thing do you feel like that was her more like well Max is out of the picture like Kyle's here too I I don't know I always felt like that was her I did when I was young, I was like, you bitch. Like, how? That's so mean. And also, you treated Kyle really poopily towards that, the end. True. You know, like, mm-hmm. you were really rough to him because mm-hmm. Max this and Max that. And now you're, what, now you're going to be nice to him? But mm-hmm. in rewatching it, I think it's true to Liz's character. And I don't think she meant it in a way of, like, you know how when you break up with somebody and it's not great? And then mm-hmm. you think back on it years later and you're like, you know, I, I was a dick. I could have been nicer. Mm -hmm. I think that's what Liz is going through because this is her first time she's been dumped. Mm -hmm. Um, And now she knows how it feels. And then she's like, yay, she's just cheering for Kyle because he's on their team, right? He's he's representing the school and she knows him. And so she's cheering for him. And then he gets hurt and she feels terrible about it. And I think Mm -hmm. the very next scene is her like getting a pie together from the crash down to take it over to him. Um, Mm -hmm. And of course... I think Max even sees that and it's a little bit awkward. And I think when I was younger, I watched that and I was like, oh God, they're just creating relationship drama that isn't even there, you know? Like, why are why are they bringing Kyle back in and whatnot and making us get frustrated? But I don't, mm. I don't think, I don't think that, I don't think that was the case because then when she goes into his apartment, she's like, you know, I'm really sorry. And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. He totally brushes her off. She brings study notes and then f- leaves. But mm-hmm. we know she's doing it out of guilt, that she feels badly that it was her fault. She even says that. That's the first thing she says to Max. Like, I feel badly. This is my fault. Um, but anyway, it comes up later in the episode that Kyle confronts her and is like, you feel guilty. You feel like you were responsible for me. And Mm -hmm. he sort of kind of asks if they can just be friends. And she says they could work towards that, becoming friends again and not being crazy exes. And they kind of laugh over like Jerry Springer or something like that and how there's crazy exes that hate each other, how they Mm -hmm. don't want to be that kind of, they don't want to have that kind of relationship. They don't want to just think back about how much they hate each other. So I think that's a pretty adult message. I was going to say that. Yeah. (laughs) For a bunch of teenagers. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I don't know uh, uh, where we are in the episode now because oh, oh, I yeah, skipped I, ahead. I think, Sorry. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. Uh, so uh, from just from looking at it now, um, mm-hmm. Sheriff Valenti's already at Max's house. Yep. and like talking to his mom. Um, I kind of have a feeling you might have a clip of this. I do. Possibly? Okay, I, it's All called right. Sheriff Stirs the Pot, <laughs> and I will play it for us now. It's nice of you to come by, Sheriff. I'm much better today. Good. Thank God Max was here, huh? I know. Max is a nice kid, isn't he? 
special. He is. I hope he's doing okay. Seems to have been around a couple of near misses lately. A couple? Yeah, well, you remember that whole shooting incident at the Crashdown Cafe back in September? Yeah, I remember. What does Max have to do with that? You never mentioned that? No. Huh. Sheriff, was Max involved in that somehow? <sighs> Just water under the bridge, I guess. You seem to have some sort of interest in my son. I'd like to know why that is. I mean, if Max was involved in some sort of crime, Sheriff, I think... Mrs. Evans, I didn't come here to alarm you, okay? I just wanted to make sure that you're feeling better. And I, uh... I also want to drop off this pamphlet on household emergencies. I highlighted the section on grease fires for you. It's helpful information, that's all. I'll let myself out. You have a good day. <gasps> Scandalous! Yeah, yeah. Like... It's just interesting that like we're on episode 11 and Sheriff mm -hmm. Valenti is still like, you mm -hmm. know, going on about this whole situation. And the fact that he really doesn't have like hard evidence until this point on where, where he now has someone in, you know, Max's family who possibly could help him, uh, you know, get Max, you know, is, is really interesting. Yeah. And I think I think what's interesting about this is that for those of you who don't know, um, grease fires aren't put out by water. Water mm -hmm. makes a grease fire worse. So mm -hmm. the fact that he stops by and hands her a pamphlet and is says, I highlighted the part about grease fires, you know mm -hmm. that's gonna that's gonna tip her off that something's wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I just like what a shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just uh even when I saw this for the first time, you just realize how like you know, Max had to come up with a story pretty quickly, like yeah. in the first episode when Liz got shot, and he didn't really think it over because you know I I didn't even know that at first. Yeah, um, I don't think I did then, either when I first watched yeah, it. But. Yeah, and so at the, at this point, just like yeah, now there's trouble brewing now. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's so good. And then mm -hmm. after this, I think this is Maria, right? Maria, yeah, the Maria workshop? and Michael. Okay. Oh yeah, they're in workshop. Yeah. Yeah, I do have this clipped because it. It, it there's very little Michael and Maria, but they're also in conflict, and it's mm -hmm. just really good, and I love them. So I, I did clip yeah. this, and I'm gonna play this one. So, mm -hmm. oh. goodbye. Fine, run away. Perfect. What the hell's going on with you? All right, I mean, what did I do? Nothing. That's that's the problem. What? Michael, we saved your ass. Okay. You were all flunked out, sweating, you know, running 112 degree temperature and like dying. I could have walked away and never looked back, but I didn't, I did not walk away. There I was dragging your sweaty, gross body through the Indian reservation, you know, getting my clothes all muddy and worrying. Cause you know, I, I really, I thought you weren't gonna make it. Look, I went out on a limb for you. And you hug Max and Isabel. And it's all about the three of you. I mean... I mean, were you... Were you even gonna thank me? Thank you. It's too late, pal. 
are these fucking basically kid actors so good? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. I Like this scene. And you know what? Like Maria has every right to be angry with Michael because yeah. like, even when I've watched that, um, yeah, that's I, a lot of the show is like, you know, the humans are doing a lot for the aliens, but it's like they don't really care. You know, it is about the three of them essentially yep. most of the time. So it's like there are a few instances that do happen and like, you know, has happened and will happen where it's just like the, the humans are pushed out and like the aliens, you know, have to, they're looking out for each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's understandable on the other side where it's like, you know, I'm doing all this stuff where I'm risking my life and you're not even really appreciating it or, or saying thank you. And yeah. they do continually say that even in front of them. Like, it's just mm -hmm. the three of us. Like, mm -hmm. it's only us. We've only got us. Uh, and I can think of a scene yeah, right now where that, that's I know, said. I'm like, oh. Fucking what? <laughs> you know, how dare you? But yeah, yeah. so like I, I cut in in the like right in the middle of that conversation. So just before that, uh, Maria's in Shopman. She's like trying to build something for her woodworking class. And Michael mm -hmm. comes in and just says hi. And then, uh, you know, he tries complimenting the thing that she's working on and it, she gets, she's frustrated and she's like, did you want something? And then he says, I, ju I just saw you in here and I wanted to say hi. And the look mm -hmm. on her face is like, oh, that's really sweet. And you're trying. And then, but no, I'm mad at you actually. And then he just mm -hmm. says, forget it and leaves. And then that's when she, you know, finally confront confronts him about what, two episodes ago that happened? Yeah. 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 And mm -hmm. she's just like, you know, I was scared. I thought I was going to lose you type thing. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah. Because uh, Michael and Maria, I love him. <laughs> I love him so much. And I, yeah. I, I didn't used to. When I was younger, I thought that their relationship was um, not necessarily good because mm -hmm. they there's a lot of conflict there. There's a lot of arguing and you know, he doesn't always treat her very well. And as an adult, mm -hmm. I'm like, it's beautiful. Shut up. Mm -hmm. Like young, yeah. young PB, what were you thinking? Um, mm -hmm. I was thinking that there was one way to love somebody. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. And that's what the show shows you. Um, mm -hmm. The story of Roswell is Michael and Maria have an incredible relationship. And so do Max and Liz. And so do a couple of other people. I'm not going to say. But I just like, <laughs> you know, it's that that's that's it. And there are there are many different ways to love somebody. And everybody's broken and everybody has yeah. issues and uh, everybody will love and show their love in a different way. And that sounds really profound for a fucking teenage show. But whatever. It's true. Mm. <laughs> it is yeah. true. Okay, um, next next up, I think, is the scene with uh, Kyle and the crash down. Like, Liz bringing Kyle the pie. Yeah, at yeah, Kyle's okay. house. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. um, and then after that is Max is painting the ceiling in his house over the burn. Like, he's, he's kind of... Because the, mm -hmm. the burn was... The fire was so bad that it, like, went up into the ceiling. The flames were super, super high. Um mm -hmm. And uh, it left a lot of damage. So he's painting the ceiling and then his mom comes in and kind of confronts him. And she just says, you know, thank goodness you were here. How did you do it again? And he tells her he poured water on it. And then she says, but the sheriff stopped by and brought this pamphlet and water doesn't help a grease fire. It makes it worse. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, so tell me what happened here. And then Izzy comes in and can kind of sense the conflict and yeah, it's just crazy. And then I think right after that is when Izzy and Max argue. And I think mm -hmm. I have this scene. It's the more 
time it gives Valenti to make her curious about us. Isabel, we are dealing with two people who don't know anything. We're dealing with two people who know something isn't right. Okay, we can't just do a max on this thing. We can't just sit back and passively watch. I'm not passively watching. Max, snap out of it, okay? We're in trouble here. We have to do something. Do what? Tell her the truth. Look, I understand how you and Michael feel, but I've wanted to tell Mom, I've wanted to tell her every day for the last 10 years. Isabel, I know how you feel. I don't think you do. I'm her daughter, a mother and a daughter. It's just different. Don't you see? We're not just hiding it from her now. We're now we're lying to her. I don't know how much longer I can do that. What if Mom found out it's all been a sham? If we took her family away from her, it would destroy her. Maybe it would make us all closer. I don't think so. What are you saying? That if we tell Mom the truth about us, she won't love us anymore? I'm saying we'll never know the answer to that question. Max, this isn't just your decision. I know that. Do you? Do you? Mm. Ah. <laughs> okay. So I have a lot There's to a lot say. To, There's yeah, a lot to fucking unpack. Yeah. Do you want to go yeah, first? Yeah. Uh, no, go, go ahead, because I'm still collecting my thoughts right now. Um, okay. So I know that it's a show about aliens, but mm. I'm convinced that these writers were putting things, you know, again, issues that everybody, humans have to deal with, and they were just using aliens to tell this story. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, that spoke to me as a young, closeted bisexual girl, yeah. that scene about, will your parents still love you if you tell them who you really are, rocked me as a kid. Um, mm -hmm. And her, is he saying like, I've wanted to say something every day for the last 10 years. And what are you saying that love is conditional, that she won't love us if she knows who we really are. Mm -hmm. And then Max saying, if we take her family from her, like I had friends when they came out to their parents that that was their reaction. Like mm -hmm. I, you have robbed family from me and mm -hmm. I don't want you in my life anymore and so that mm -hmm. to me watching that as a young teen and this is before they had come out so watching that as a young teen that spoke to me and then watching it again now as an adult knowing how hard it is um man yeah there's a lot there in that scene in that one specific uh -huh. scene and then that's not even touching izzy stuff specifically mm -hmm. and how she must feel not being able to connect to her mom and um, mm -hmm. and the issues she has with, with Max later, you know, like saying, mm -hmm. I, I want to tell her and Max is like, I don't care. Or they kind of like her feeling disregarded by Max and Michael. Um, yeah. Uh, and I, I was going to ask, do you feel like, um, like my question is going to be about the reason why like Mike, Ma uh, Max doesn't have like a real connection with his mom. And that's why he just is so like, doesn't really care. Yeah. And I then like Isabel, do you feel like that's kind of one of the reasons why he just is so dismissive about it? Yeah, I think so. Because he's he's been so private his whole life. He's been private mm -hmm. and he doesn't really get super close. I mean, he cares about his mom. He loves his mom. It's, mm -hmm. you know, he has, that's clear later on in the episode, but he doesn't have the connection that Izzy has with her. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, Izzy says it's different between, you know, mom and a daughter. 
Um, and that ends up coming up later on in the show as well. So I, I definitely mm-hmm. think that that is why uh, he is so able to to do that. But I also think it's because he's battling with this whole idea that adults are the enemy and that they are have no one except for the three of them. You know, mm-hmm. he maybe broaches the topic with Michael earlier. Michael shuts him down immediately. So even yeah. if he was thinking about it, now he's just like, no, he's pushing himself into robot mode to protect them, mm-hmm. really. So he's just like kind of trying to lie to himself or convince himself that nobody's trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was like really interesting how like Isabel, you know, she says like, you know, that's my mom. Like at if like, you know, their blood and obviously we know they're not. Yeah. Um, but it's just kind of interesting because like, you know, they really do make sure that, you know, like, yes, they are adopted, but they can't feel like this is their real parents. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So again, yeah, you're right. It does bring back the, you know, the themes of adoption, you know, for mm. kids who were adopted into families that are struggling with that, um, that feel like, you know, I love my parents and then they feel guilty for wanting to know who their biological parents are or just for being mm-hmm. curious or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, things like that. And uh, uh, the show just does such a good job of, you know, putting those issues in front of young teens that might be going through this and then, mm-hmm. you know, letting you relate in a safe space. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just going to say, like, uh, obviously, we're, we're not talking about the new version of the show, mm-hmm. but they they do a lot of that kind of same stuff, too, which is kind of mm-hmm. interesting because now it's like a totally different time, uh, like climate. So they can they can go in deeper with these kind of themes that they had uh, in this show. But like, you know, another show. Yeah. So, like they get into it as well. So we yeah. Still have that and kind they, of same rating. they 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 do they go boldly and i yeah, i appreciate yeah. it i know a lot of people mm-hmm. were upset and i think actually i'm just going to i'm just going to say this bit because mm-hmm. this show is 20 damn years old so mm-hmm. um in the new show when i found out and somebody told me live on stream while i was streaming they were like alex is gay in mm-hmm. the new show i just started crying i was like that's mm-hmm. amazing and that's like perfect and oh my mm-hmm. god and thank you for you know doing that show because Watching this as a young teen, I I was very acutely aware that that was it. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was a hetero environment where it was you know Max and Liz and Michael and yeah. Maria and if anybody else paired up, it was it was very um, heteronormative and that was you know mm-hmm. I was very aware of that as a kid. But um, mm-hmm. you know now as an adult, knowing how hard it must have been to, you know, do that in Hollywood. I get it, but mm-hmm. it's still frustrating, you know, but mm-hmm. to know that they did it with the new show is really, really awesome. Yeah. And, and plus, obviously we will give away some stuff, but yeah. there's more interesting stuff on that topic, which makes it even more interesting and more in depth about, you know, culture and that kind of stuff. How so. further along are you in the, in the new show? Did you watch all of season one? Oh, I, I watched the whole, oh, yeah, I watched <gasps> Okay, yeah. I haven't seen all of season one. I think I've only seen the first yeah. three episodes. I was gonna. There's a lot of breaks, so yeah. that's why it was like kind of. I think there's like at least I think ten or thirteen episodes. I think, but okay. like yeah, they had a few breaks in between. But they are obviously coming back with a season two, which we could talk about some of that news yeah. um, at and, the end of that show. And Shiri's directing more episodes. Uh, yes, so yes, yes. cool. <laughs> um, all right, sorry, we kind of got a little off topic there, but it was important. Um, yeah. So okay, next up. Uh, 
Oh, <laughs> my, I'm sorry. My notes for this. I just had to chuckle here. Matt, I, I wrote, this is what I wrote. Max comes to crash down, sees Liv helping Kyle with the menu and leaves like a little bitch. Is <laughs> what I wrote in caps. That sounds very accurate. That's very accurate. <laughs> um, I just think it's like, it's just such, one of my main frustrations with Max and Liz sometimes is their communication issues and just how mm -hmm. Max just doesn't communicate. He just takes it all on his shoulders and decides to carry it alone. And it's frustrating yeah. and it causes a lot of issues. So, you know, he's just thinking, he just sees Liz and Kyle agreeing to maybe one day be friends again. And he sees that and thinks they're getting back together and freaks out and then just leaves and just leaves. Mm -hmm. And it's like, all right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the the conversation that they were having, uh, Liz and Kyle, is the you know maybe we can be friends, and she apologizes for the way things ended. And this is actually really cool um, because she says, you know, I know what it's like to be broken up with, and I'm just I'm really sorry that I you know did it the way that I did it, and that I didn't know better to do it in a better way. And Kyle then says, No, actually, you were pretty straight with me. You told me it was over, and I just didn't let it go. And then he apologizes to her. And then he says, you know, I watched some crazy ex show on television and I that I was horrified. I don't want that to be us. Like I like I care about you. I don't want you to be some angry memory. And I'd like it if we could be friends one day. So I thought mm -hmm. that was pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. next up, Mrs. Evans goes to see Valenti at his office. And mm -hmm. I do have this clipped. But I'm not actually going to share it just because I can I can summarize it very quickly and briefly. Mm. Um, he shares the file, which I know you're not supposed to do, but he shares the file from the day Liz was shot and the testimony from the weird couple um, mm. that actually come back later in the show. Because yeah. believe it or not, this show doesn't doesn't take its like extras or small characters, side characters, and throw mm -hmm. them aside. He, they always bring them back. Um, but uh, their testimony saying that Max healed Liz. And she turns to him and says, what are you trying to tell me about my son? That he is like some weird healing powers? Mm -hmm. And then Valenti just says, I just thought you should see this. And that's mm -hmm. it. And that made me really mad at Valenti. Like, mm -hmm. I know you want to know the truth, but what is, what is he thinking there? What do you think he's thinking? Do you think he's thinking anything at all? Do you think so he cares I, I, that he's going to destroy this family? I don't think he cares at all because the the fact that he has gone so far as to try to pretty much destroy Max's life, like he he doesn't care, you know. He's but, he's gotten a little bit closer to what he needs, and also the fact that like his father, I guess he mm. has a little bit of his father's like uh um past in his own mind to kind of uh, have a redemption story of that yeah. as well. Yeah, because this isn't really touched on too much, so I won't spoil it, but they have a complicated relationship, um, Valenti and his dad, because his dad was obsessed with finding aliens and mm -hmm. didn't really give him a lot of attention. He ignored him a lot, which we actually mm -hmm. see paralleled a lot in Kyle and Sheriff Valenti's relationship, because Sheriff Valenti ends up going down this alien rabbit hole as well, and he ends up neglecting Kyle a lot. So... Mm -hmm. I know I just said I wasn't going to go into it, but I realize it's already happening in the show, so we should probably talk about it. Um, mm. Yeah, I just think that that's... So there's probably that that is on his mind, and then also just... Do you think he thinks maybe Max is a bad guy? Do you think he's actually like an evil alien? Do you think he has some 
safety stereotypes in his brain? Uh, see, that is a uh, question. I I can't answer because like there's no way he actually I, I, thinks he's bad. Do you? I think so because I feel like he because there's some some points where he's talking about that he is he is trying to protect them. Like yeah. you know, when he tells that to Maria in the second episode, he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm trying is. to protect you from whatever is happening." Yeah. So I think he's is kind of obviously doing his work as a police officer trying to protect yeah. uh, civilians, but also because you know we're the audience, so we're rooting for the aliens to, yeah. to be safe. Um, so it's kind of like a weird anti. Well, no. Um, uh, well, I don't know what we're yeah, you yeah, you're right. He's kind of like an anti-hero, but yeah. but not in a because we think of him as an antagonist, but mm-hmm. from his perspective, like he's trying to save the world from a potential alien invasion. Like he doesn't know what's going mm-hmm. on. He doesn't know if they're actually kids or if they're just posing as kids. But mm-hmm. we see the other side of it. So very interesting mm-hmm. to think about for Valenti. Valenti's one of my favorite characters as well. Uh, mm-hmm. He's just so good. Everyone's so good in the show. Yeah. Um <clears throat> okay, do you want to do the next scene? Yeah, uh, okay. I think the next scene is uh you know, after Valenti has kind of put this this idea in Max's mom's head. Mm-hmm. Um he like she is watching that videotape and like yeah. she's just like she's sitting on the couch and she's just looking very like like she's studying it. Yeah. Um and Max comes downstairs to see what's going on and um she, I think she like kind of shows him a scene. Yeah, it's a whole yeah. movie that yeah, she yeah. recorded when he was like six or something like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, there's a bird with a broken wing. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, 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 get away from it. And Max goes up and picks it up despite her trying to tell him not to. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, no, I think its wing is broken. And then all of a sudden, Max looks at it for a second and lets it go and it can fly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. He, it's interesting because the way they do this scene is they cut from the video to Max's face as an adult. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as he's watching this, you can see he doesn't remember this at all. Mm-hmm. And it's like seeing a different side of himself that he didn't know was there, which is kind of cool. And when mm-hmm. the bird is healed and flies away, Max is like shocked and relieved a little bit, it looks like, which mm-hmm. is just kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, then she just flat out confronts me and says like, can you help me, Max? Can you tell me what just happened? Because that bird had a broken wing and when you touched it, it flew away. Um, and she says something that's, I I think is pretty interesting. He says that was a long time ago. And she says, I know. And it was one of those weird things that I just couldn't explain. So I brushed it away and I tried to forget Mm -hmm. about it. But when that fire happened, I remembered again and I, now I can't get it out of my head. And, Mm -hmm. um, they fight. And he says, you're supposed to be my mother. You're not supposed to be investigating me. And she's yeah. like, I'm not, what are you talking about? I'm not investigating you. He's clearly getting out his frustrations about the, the Valenti situation towards his mom, who is sort mm-hmm. of investigating him now, but he's really, I feel like venting the rest of his frustration out on her. And oh yeah. They, yeah. yeah. And like you said, this is the first time we've ever heard yeah. like Max in this kind of argument kind of way and he's like pissed yeah and he's just like you know i can't talk about this with you you know please stop asking me this stuff and she's like Mm -hmm. i just want to talk you know just tell me like what's going on you can tell me anything kind of thing and he starts to leave and she says where are you going and he's out and then the door slams which is the craziest we've ever seen nice calm sweet perfect son max 
so far. Mm. Good student, mm. quiet, does everything he's told and just stays out of the limelight. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and then like the next scene starts off where it's uh, they're out on this gravel lot where um, now at this point, it's Michael, Isabel, and Max, and they're all talking about what's happening. And mm-hmm. I think I, I'm assuming at this point, Max has already told them, like, you know, she's asking questions. We need to figure yeah, something out. And they so they're kind know. of going back and yeah, they're going back and forth on what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure exactly I what's d- said. In this I part. do have it, so don't <laughs> okay, worry. Okay, okay, cool. Um, you healed the pigeon, great. Now you're Doctor Doolittle. Michael, I was six. I didn't even know I had powers yet. It just happened. So what's the plan? That's what we're here for, to discuss it. Okay, well, the first thing is obvious. We get that videotape and we destroy it. All right, after that, it's her word against ours. Her word against ours? Michael, she's our mother. She's not your mother. She's not related to you in any way, know that. Yeah, but if there's any adult that we can trust, it's her. What are you suggesting we tell her? No, she isn't. Max, would you let me speak for myself, please? Uh, Isabel. No, look, maybe it'll help us out one day to have an adult on our side. Here's the problem is, when you tell her, she's not going to be on your side. Maybe she loves you now, but there's no such thing as unconditional love. Michael, maybe you really don't understand. But she does love us. It is unconditional. Are you sure about that? Isabel, we are not telling her, all right? Stop it. Stop speaking to me like that. Like what? Like you're the final word on everything. I didn't say I was. Listen to yourself. Well, Michael's right. She's not our mother. We are alone here. We always will be. Stop pretending it's different. Max, don't you see what's happening? We're losing her. I'm losing our mother. I can't lose her. I need her. We're not telling her, Isabel. That is final. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is the very first time that we see Max and Michael on United Fronts on something. Yep. And it's very scary. <laughs> yeah, it is very scary. Very and scary. It yeah, feels very I get why Isabel struggles with them a lot. And it's a continuing mm-hmm. theme that they have throughout the rest of the show. Like when Michael and Max are in unison, is whatever Isabel wants is just falls by the wayside. Um and I feel like Isabel is constantly trying to get Max and Michael to sort of kind of get along a little bit, like see each mm-hmm. side of the argument. But she, I guess when Izzy and Max are in unison, Michael just gets thrown to the wayside, whatever he wants, but he'll still go out mm-hmm. and do it anyway, you know, whereas Isabel yeah. doesn't do that. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, anyway. Uh, I think there are a couple of really intense things in that scene where Michael says there's no such thing as unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Oh, that hurts me so much. Um, because mm-hmm. I feel like he's saying that not just about what he knows about humans so far, but um, them even. I, yeah, I feel yeah. like he feels like you love me only when I'm doing what you want me to do for Max mm-hmm. at least. Um and I feel like Michael feels like Max and Isabel think of themselves and their family before him. Oh yeah, yeah. that is very true. And I yep. think when he's saying that, he's that is his that is Michael, that is Michael Guerin's truth. Mm-hmm. 
in his life at that moment. Like there is no such thing as unconditional love. And it's really sad. It's really sad. And, and that's why I think, uh, you know, Michael is so hard about the like, you know, we're not telling her anything. Like she's going to be on the outside. Stop worrying about her because, you know, that's how he feels. Um, and I was going to say the 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 part where Max is like, you know, she's not a real mother, which is true. But yeah. it's like, yeah, for him to, you know, kind of say that in a kind of final statement. Yeah, like a hurtful way, right? Yeah, to Izzy, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it's just bringing, bringing that back home that Max was listening to what Izzy said and what Michael said in the earlier part of the episode where Isabel says, you were right to break up with Liz because things were getting serious and we just can't afford to care that much. We have to be able to pick up and leave. And mm. so he's trying really hard to do that. And mm. obviously it's different. Max and Liz, yeah, yes, he's been watching her since they were, what, in the fourth grade? And he's always kind of really liked her. But it's not mm. the same as Isabel wanting to connect with her mother and being attached to her mother. So I understand that there's a huge, totally different, there's a big difference there. But it's just an, it's just interesting to look at that and go, okay, well, we can't be attached to her. We can't tell her she's not a real mom. There is a real mom mm -hmm. out there somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. And we might have to leave this one suddenly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> the next scene oh, yeah, I was just is say that, Maria, oh, go right? Ahead, go ahead. No, no, you yeah, go. Maria. You go. I've talked no, I was so much. Say, uh, yeah, I was going to say uh, the next scene, yeah, is with Maria and Michael. I don't know exactly what's being said here. Okay, no worries. <laughs> so, I got yeah, you. Yeah, okay, yeah. so Maria, this is so cute. Okay, Maria opens her locker and finds... Okay, so there was a follow-up discussion. Hold on. Let me see if this is it. Is this it? Did we play this already? Uh, no. Okay, I'm going to no, play this yeah, first. Yeah. Mm hmm Interesting. What? This whole idea that I have to apologize to you, what's that really about? What is it about? I'll tell you what it's about. It's a tactic. <laughs> oh, it's a tactic. That's right. It's your way of making me think that I owe you something, that I'm indebted to you. Let me tell you something. I'm not indebted to anyone. Interesting. You know, you should get yourself massive doses of therapy, like, immediately. What are you doing? I'm gonna fix this stupid thing and call it even, all right? So what color do you want? Green? White? Huh? Blue, maybe? Give it to me. No, wait. Give it to me! No. Great! <laughs> what is your problem? It's cheating! You can't just wave your hand over a problem and make it go away. You know, why don't you figure out what's really going on with you, Michael? Why you can't just piece together an apology like any normal human being? Oops, maybe that's the problem. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. intense. Okay, so mm -hmm. those listening, what happens is they're fighting over her woodworking project that she's struggling with, and they end up breaking it. But she mm -hmm. is like, you can't just wave your hand over this problem. But what I find so interesting about this is Michael walks up to her clearly a day later and says, this whole idea that I have to apologize, I, you know, I get it. It's a tactic. You want me to make you feel like I owe you something. He really does not understand Mm -hmm. This yeah, what has happened to him and he's been thinking about it all night he's been thinking about it all night he's been thinking about what Maria said and you know how all she wanted was an apology 
And why, mm -hmm. why do I have to, why do I have to apologize to you? And you're making me feel weird. And I just think it's so cool. It's such a neat way to show what Michael's been going through and that Michael doesn't understand. And it's also a neat way to show Maria's struggle with the relationship and that, you know, she needs these things from him and he just can't, you know, provide it, provide it. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. um, so after that scene, a day later, Maria opens her locker and finds a handmade and painted napkin holder by Michael after, you know, he broke the one and it's got a little letter and it says, thanks on it, Michael. And uh, then he shows up and she's, she sees it and she just, she smiles. She's clearly like mm -hmm. really happy about it. Um, but then he shows up after her, her final class of the day and, you know, says, how, how did the assignment go? And she says, well, you know, I failed. And then he gets really upset. He's like, what? I worked my ass off for that. You know, I, it was spring loaded. It redefined the idea of a napkin holder. And she said, yeah, it did. And he said, well, how could he have failed you? And she said, well, I didn't use it. I kept it. And they have this moment, this exchange mm -hmm. where he's like, wait, you failed so that you could keep the thing that I made, made you. And then it's just, it's this really short and sweet moment mm. of vulnerability before they clearly aren't going to say anything more. And then she's like, all right, well, he's not going to say anything else. So I'm just going to walk away. And then he goes, Hey, I have something to say to you. And he says, if anything, like what happens happens again, don't help me. Um, mm. Because I can't, I can't be close to anybody. I have to be able to pack up and leave. He says the same mm -hmm. thing Max is trying to do right now. And mm -hmm. I need to be like a stone wall. And I don't feel like a stone wall around you. Mm -hmm. And she just kind of looks at him and is like, well, how, how do you feel around me? And he says, confused. <laughs> and she says, like a human. And then he replies... Yeah. And I don't want to feel that way. Yeah. And that is so fucking cool. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Because I think that that is, especially probably as a young teen, but even as an adult now, that message of being vulnerable is the only way to have a good relationship with somebody. Friendship, you know, deep relationship, partner relationship, anything, you have to be willing to be vulnerable. And that is yep. like, we all need that message all the time. Yeah. yeah. God, and and so Michael good. is that Michael is that uh, definition of someone who is very, very like does not want to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And and Maria has come in and kind of shook up his his, I guess, beliefs in how um how he should be as a, I guess, alien. Yeah. Because he doesn't really he doesn't like really embrace the human side until you know the stuff when Maria starts coming yeah. up and he starts kind of changing a little bit. Yeah, I agree with that too. And also just anytime, anytime Michael was vulnerable, he gets, you know, he gets punished mm -hmm. when he, you know, he is in an abusive home life and, you know, he just has had it rough. So anytime he does open up, he usually feels betrayed. So I get it. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then after this, holy cow. Okay. I have this clipped because it, it is kind of important, but um, mm -hmm. Max shows up at the crash down and um, Liz is like, what, you know, kind of like, what are you doing here? And are you okay? Cause he's clearly bothered and he starts helping her clean up and um, they end up arguing 
And mm-hmm. this is the first time we've ever really seen this. So, and poor Max, like just boiling over everybody all at him from all angles, it feels like, um, mm-hmm. which is probably why he explodes. But yeah, here we go. You all right? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I want you to know that it's okay. I mean, you don't have to feel uncomfortable if you and Kyle get back together. What? I saw you two together hit the crash down yesterday. Okay, um... Max, first of all, that, like, couldn't be further from what's happening. And secondly, if it was happening, I wouldn't need your permission, Max. I'm getting out of here. Now you sound like Isabel. Why do I sound like Isabel, Max? She's got this thing all of a sudden that I'm controlling. Oh, so it's her thing. What? Max, just take a psych class because you are controlling. Hey, I am who I am. I've got a lot going on. I'm trying to make things work. Max, you know your problem is? You put everything on yourself, on your own shoulders. Maybe you should have some faith in the people around you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, yeah. There's so much to unpack there as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's crazy to me because because Liz is so kind of hostile towards him. Uh and they haven't been arguing before. But to be fair, he kind of crushed her heart. And she hasn't mm-hmm. really had a chance to kind of lash out and be mad about it. So I feel like that's probably where a lot of that hostility came from. Uh, like you are mm-hmm. controlling. You like you made the decision for the both of us. And blah, it's intense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just seeing them argue, it's a, it's a little bit awkward. Because like yeah. Max is like very, very mad. Yeah. Um, and uh, what, what what was the thing that he he like the first thing he kind of yelled because I, I was gonna make a point about that, but uh, he said, um, "Now you sound just like Isabel." Yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. first thing he so, kind of like said, yeah. and then um, I think I lost my thought on that, so we could skip that. Yeah, she was <laughs> like, "It's you know, it's her thing." Like mm-hmm. you know, she says, "I'm controlling." Oh, it's her thing. Okay, well. Yeah, and he gets really upset, and I'm trying my mm-hmm. best, and I'm just trying to make everything work, is what he ends up mm-hmm. yelling. But um, the one of the final scenes of the episode um, is Max approaching his mom. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, and this is an interesting conversation. It's a bit long. Um, I think the important part, I think we can actually just summarize it, um, because the craziest part of the argument, actually, I'll play the first part first half Mm -hmm. and then i can summarize the second half but the first part is pretty intense so Mm -hmm. i'm glad you're here i've been wanting to talk to you about something we've never discussed before have you ever thought about trying to find your your real parents okay stop there who the (laughs) who the fuck says that (laughs) What adopted what what ad, what ado, what adopted parent says maybe we should find your real parents. Ow. Mm-hmm. That is that hurts. <laughs> yeah. That hurts me. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to keep playing it but I might have to stop it a couple more times cuz this conversation pisses me off now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I mean because I've been thinking 
I mean, maybe there's a reason why you can't talk to me. Maybe you need real parents for that. Maybe you need real parents for that? I, I just mm. can't even... What? What? Yeah. <laughs> maybe your father and I just aren't enough for you. Mom, I don't think we'll ever find our real parents. And maybe it would, you know, give us some answers, but... Please don't ever think that you're not enough. I mean, without you, I, I don't know where I would even be. Max, nothing you are could ever turn me away from you. I mean, I love you, and you're my son. Do you understand that? Can't you just tell me your secret? <laughs> so much. Yeah, and then yeah. the second half is him taking Liz's advice, I think, and putting mm. faith in her. And he's just honest and says, you know, like I I don't remember what happened before, mm -hmm. you know. Um I don't remember what home was like, and I don't know if I ever will, but it's painful. So please don't ask me about it. Like, this is, you are my home. This is the life that I want. And I don't care what happened to me before that. I just want to mm -hmm. live my life here. And I think if you look at it through the lens of an alien, yes, of course, that makes sense. But it's also, again, this is really important. This is the adoption episode, I think. It's really mm -hmm. important for kids who are adopted, especially from maybe traumatic experiences. I feel like it's okay to say what happened before you. You can let that go. You know, if you did have a traumatic childhood, you don't have to carry that around with you everywhere. You can, you can, there is a place to put that, let that, I mean, mm -hmm. address it. Don't put it in a closet forever, but, <laughs> you know, address that and then let it go. And then your life can start again. And I think that's a really important message that Max then then delivers he he then says you know i i don't want to think about that i don't want to find my real parents mm -hmm. i'm happy here and, and, and that's powerful isn't it yeah isn't it crazy like and that's enough for his mom to just be like you know yep. like maybe okay. i should stop questioning him like you know i hear you and that's it it's yeah. like obviously in this episode we've seen max like he's been angry at yeah. everyone mm -hmm. and this is the first time we've seen him actually like really be vulnerable and like kind of emotional about yeah. like something that is going on in his life and um yeah and that's enough for his mom to just be like okay i'll stop asking like yeah. this is this is what you're telling me and i'm i'm listening to you yeah, yeah. and it's it's neat too because again it's driving home that being vulnerable is good and mm -hmm. you know especially as an angry teenager where being vulnerable is scary it's driving home it is okay for you to be vulnerable, especially uh, in the episode, it goes out of its way to show that, guys, it's okay to be vulnerable. Because the mm -hmm. two main characters that had to be vulnerable in this episode were both Michael and Max. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they both get rewarded for it. Rewarded, I mean, you know, kind of just throughout good things happening to them uh, in yeah. return. That like, is so true. Yeah, about that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. The episode does a really, I mean, just Roswell in general. I will say this again and again and again. Every fucking episode we do. It's just really <laughs> good at, it's just really good at helping uh, young adults, I think. 
Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, I agree. so yeah, yeah, the episode wraps with with actually not that moment. It wraps mm-hmm. with Izzy and Max, and uh, there's not a lot of talking, so I didn't I didn't clip this, but it's really powerful, especially with the original soundtrack. Holy shit! Um, mm-hmm. But Max and Max goes to meet Izzy, uh, kind of like at at in the desert, um, and she's like what happened like she's clearly anxious about it and he says it's gonna be okay and she goes you Mm -hmm. told her and he goes no and then she starts to just bawl and then she's trying to hold it in and she's like i'm sorry i just you know like i i i really thought that you told her and i just really wanted her to know and Mm -hmm. max is like i know and and we'll be okay and then they hug and embrace yeah it's it's intense it's a fucking intense episode and that's it that's how it ends Mm-hmm. what it's insane <laughs> but like going through the themes of of this episode and and re kind of watching it and, and mm-hmm. hearing your perspective it, it has changed my my view on it yeah it's not as bad as i used to think yeah um i would still I probably know. skip it though because it's such a heavy episode yeah it is and maybe that's maybe that is why i i dislike rewatching it because it is so heavy and it mm-hmm. is like right after the liz and max episode so i you know you don't want to feel for max at this point yeah you don't um, but it, but it, it is interesting to to see it from this standpoint. i wonder if they did that on purpose if after the breakup they did this specific episode so that you could feel empathy for max so that you didn't just hate him right away that's true i don't know i would say i would say yes because there's a few episodes like later on obviously that we both know about that like they purposely did certain situations where they knew that you would get angry at it because yeah. it just ruins everything that you thought that was going to happen. Yeah. So and I then, think they had that in, yeah. in mind for sure. So interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. So I know traditionally this wasn't our favorite episode, but looking back mm-hmm. on it now, what was our favorite part of this episode? Um, I definitely love the Maria and Michael's like situation. Yep. Oh, I def- definitely think it, kind of helped them grow up yeah and maria finally hearing from michael like hey like i do have feelings for you in in a little bit in a smaller way but like she actually can confirm that michael is feeling something and it's not just him being a stone wall and like yeah. not caring about it because like you know a few episodes before this you know michael was just he broke up with maria and was just like telling her this is too much and i don't want to have anything to do with you yeah and then he sort of kind of expected her to be over it which was also yeah. really weird or he kind of expected them to be friends or for her to not be as upset as she was. And she was mm. really quite upset. So yeah, mm. that was really interesting. The only thing I have to say, I also think that the, the Michael and Maria parts are my favorite and maybe the part where Maria's like, are you sure you're okay? Cause you don't seem okay. And Liz is like pouring coffee into the oh, yeah. coffee pot. Yeah. Like that was pretty funny. Um, mm. It's the only light part of the entire episode, actually. Yeah. Um, but I the only thing that bugs me about Maria and Michael is I feel like Maria is also guilty of not being very communicative. She's mm-hmm. very passive aggressive sometimes in the way that she tries to like train him, I feel like, or she treats him, she gives him the cold shoulder instead of just outright being like, you know, hey, I was really upset at what you mm-hmm. did. Um, and he has to be like, I don't understand what I did. He very clearly doesn't understand. And yeah, it hurt you, but 
giving them cold shoulder for three days and then just being like, you know what, forget it. That's shitty. That's a shitty way to treat somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, she's a teenager, so I get it. And mm-hmm. it's su- probably super frustrating to, you know, have a relation with relationship with somebody who's really fundamentally damaged in the way of trust and has a very hard time trusting and opening up to somebody. But still, Maria, you yeah. can do better. You're like one of my favorite characters <laughs> in this fucking show. You can do yeah. better. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah. But yeah, that's that's it. I think that's a wrap. Yeah. Do we yeah. want to do we want to briefly talk about what the next episode is for next week uh well i i had a few things that we oh, could talk about yes. real, real quick um but yeah the next episode just so we can keep that up uh is into the woods so this oh. is when, oh like, yeah so it's gonna get Already? really yeah we're getting okay into it, all so right all right we're gonna be talking about that one uh the next episode uh some quick things i was gonna bring yeah. up uh yeah, yeah. as we were doing this um i was just kind of looking at our um our ratings on apple no um so yeah oh yeah yeah so we got a five out of five uh to <laughs> but i'll I'll, <laughs> I'll read it real quick uh from q fan chris uh, this is only a few days ago um saying love this finally found a podcast to listen to while doing a rewatch watched it as a kid and now it's nice to hear adult perspectives of the show while rewatching. Oh, so, thank, thank you, you so much thank, thank you. you yes if you if you are uh listening to the podcast uh Please rate us and, and, you know, tell your friends about us as well in the podcast. Um, We definitely had a lot of new people coming in, which is really awesome. And listening to our older episodes and liking like Facebook and Mm -hmm. and follow us on Twitter. Um, So it's really cool to like know that people are listening and we're talking. Talking to Um, ourselves because we were, we felt like we were doing that for a while for a couple of episodes. (laughs) Actually, that's not true because I'd say... Leonard found us very early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leonard had found so, us pretty quick. Yeah, it, it was um, good. Um, but we it, we will keep going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and some other news, like while we we're gone, there was mm-hmm. you know the Roswell twentieth anniversary, mm-hmm. and there's the news that Jason Bear is going to be on the new Roswell show. I know for four I, confirmed I, episodes, be, right? Yeah, we have. I think one episode, so it's gonna be really interesting. I we don't I know. If it was we're four. Play. Oh yeah, I so maybe it, he might be like. Playing a different character? He's I don't think totally playing... going to be playing a different character, but yeah, he's yeah. just going to be in it to nod to the old Roswell font fans, and yeah. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> make it happen. I want all of them in there. Yeah, all of um, them. And, <laughs> and actually, uh, this has to do with you. So remember uh, the crash down tweet that you did and what oh, happened with that? Oh yeah. So I'll oh you yeah. Explain that. Um, I don't know if I can explain it because I might embarrass myself uh, live on the internet. Uh, so here's what happened. Okay. I tweeted a thing. Should I just read the tweet? Do you have it handy? Oh, yeah, go for it. Um, uh, I could... Let's see if I can find it. Oh, I thought it should be... It shouldn't oh, okay. be too far. Okay. I, I can... found it. Yeah, go ahead and read it because I don't have it handy, but yeah. Yeah. Um, October 6, uh, 1999, the CW uh, Roswell pilot aired. The show did a lot of uh, teen ex pet, pet me using aliens as a metaphor for being different. It touched, uh, t- it touched tough, so- why, why can't I read? Subjects <laughs> uh, like loss, uh, alienation, adoption, and more. Happy happy 20th, Roswell. Crash down with the podcast, uh, Leaving Normal, and then me and you in it. And then yeah. you post the pictures with the crash down mug you have, which is awesome. But from that tweet, got a lot of attention. <gasps> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay can i i was 
Okay, I know some of you who listen to this might not know what uh, tabletop role playing is, but I, both Brandon and I, do a bit of tabletop. Uh, mm-hmm. I was on a tabletop show live on Twitch, all right, when I saw this. Mm-hmm. Brendan Fair replied with just a heart to the tweet, and mm-hmm. I didn't see it until you commented to get me yeah. to notice it. And I was like, <laughs> uh, it just like came up on my alerts while I was live for an audience, right? Four nine. Mm-hmm. I had to fucking black out my cam because I just started <laughs> screaming. I was like, what? <laughs> and then I had to explain in the text box, like, sorry, I just needed a minute because like one of my favorite TV shows of all time, like one of the coolest actors on it, message, like just sent a heart. And I know I try not to, I try to be super down to earth and whatnot, but it's just like mm-hmm. so cool to know that they saw it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I I don't glorify them as like, you know, gods or whatever, you know, that some people mm-hmm. do like they can do no wrong, whatever. They're just people. But it's important to me that something that was so integral to my childhood, I got to say thank you for it. And really, that's all mm-hmm. I want. I wanted yeah, the opportunity yeah. to be say thank you and have it heard by them to just mm-hmm. have them know what they did. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was really, really fucking cool. Um, yeah. And I was just going to bring up something really quick uh, that it's really interesting because the timing that we're doing this, uh, there's there's so much happening around this show now. Like, I, I just went to go look at his Twitter. Like, he posted videos of VHS tapes of Roswell of, like, I guess the original, like, tapings. So, like, yeah, if you, if you go look, you can see it. And, you know, the Roswell 20th anniversary, the yep. news about Jason during the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it... it it, it's such a great time for us to have chosen to do this podcast now because you know we have people who have listened or watched the show and yeah. want to and there's it just and- more traction because of the yeah. new show as well mm-hmm. and i think i think what's really neat is that we wanted to do this before we even knew there was going to be a remake mm-hmm. like we That's had talked true. about doing a podcast about the show and then and then was it january i don't know and then the news broke and you and I both freaked out. We're like, they are remaking this. You were the first person I thought of. Yeah. And I went, oh my God, they're remaking yeah. our favorite fucking show. What? And then <laughs> we have to do the podcast now. We have to do the mm-hmm. whole, all of Roswell and then watch the new one together. Mm-hmm. So, oh, uh, yeah. yeah so we have a lot more to go. We've got I was, a lot to I was go. looking at, we're, we're almost halfway through season one. And I, that's crazy. Season two is a rough ride for me. So I'm just yeah, letting you know it, right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. There are like <laughs> there are three things in my life, entertainment-wise, that have actually given me stress headaches while watching mm-hmm. it. This mm-hmm. is one of those things. Roswell mm-hmm. gave totally me stress headaches. <laughs> it's so good, though. So I hope you are ready. I hope everybody that is along for the ride that has never seen Roswell before, um, or has loved it for as long as we have or longer, um, yeah, I just. Thank you for coming along with us. And thank you for all the tweets and DMs and messages on Facebooks and email and, and stuff. It's just, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Should we do some shout outs? Yeah. Where can people that. find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at I am Brandon TV. Uh, if you are a Twitch person, uh, you can find me at I am Brandon. Um, and I think that's all I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and I'm Pumpkinberry and you can find me on the web at pumpkinberry.tv. It's got a link to, um, the other stuff that I do. I do another podcast about video games where we kind of like deep dive and, and talk about, um, games that move us. Um, I do tabletop RPGs. 
uh, like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. And then I also play video games on the internet and I'm a photographer and I share some techniques and stuff. I do a lot of, a whole bunch of different content creation <laughs> on the internet, but you can find it all and links to it everywhere at pumpkinberry.tv. And you can check out my Twitter at pumpkinberry. And then of course um, you can find us um, at uh, on Twitter. You can find us at leaving norm pod and Facebook of the same name. And then our website is leavingnormalpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And we are proudly part of the Geek Generation Network. So if you want to find more cool podcasts like this one, you can go to thegeekgeneration.com and, and check those out there. My favorite being the Orville podcast. And yes, I listened to that. Yes, it's <laughs> yeah. so good. And they've had the opportunity to interview some some um, people that work on the show. So that mm-hmm. is that is flipping awesome. We're super proud of them. And it's just a really good podcast. So definitely go check it out. And uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. All right. Wait, they say something for goodbye, don't oh. they? Oh, What do they me? say? Because I was just going to say adios, but... Don't they say oh, something in Roswell? They, say- <laughs> they do. They but, oh, no, no, that's too cheesy. I can't say blast off. It's too cheesy. Oh. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>